0: There's nothing, yeah. to, nothing nothing to be ashamed of, damn it.
1: <laughs> nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, you know who else has no shame? Who's that? <laughs> hey there everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Pixel It. My name is Kevin <laughs> with me. Is, this is Phil and today we're finishing up Halo first strike by Eric Nyland and uh, yeah, we're 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 closing in on the the end of this one. Yes. and uh we're, we're we're picking it up at at section 5 subtitled massacre at aerodanus secundus
0: you, you know you're going to get secundus. into uh, secundus yeah. yeah you know you're going to get into some uh some heavy shit when they start with massacre okay great good the Fine.
1: massacre at er- like this is the most warhammer yeah. subtitle that, that they that, could have written right there
0: if you would if you blind tested me and said what franchise uh does a book section called massacre at eridonis secundus come from i'd be like 40k next question what are, <laughs> <I> even, <laughs> what are we even doing here what are you softballing me for like what uh, what's going on here what it's is got this latin it's got genocide uh yeah. 40k easy 40k 40k yeah.
1: Um, but we're going to finish up this book and we're going to put the body in the mosh. How about that?
0: Let's put the body in the mosh. Let's
1: put the body in the mosh. All right. Uh, chapter 26. Um, so this is right after we're picking up after uh, chapter 25, where they had all the Naval fun times and, and Admiral Whitcomb was doing his little dancing with the ship. Uh, Master Chief wakes up in the med bay of the Gettysburg uh, after the team was attacked, and Cortana confirms what he already thought was that Pulaski, Lee, and Anton were killed by the plasma blast, and he is actually pretty sad about Pulaski dying because yeah. he was like, he, he, he was like, okay, so she survived, like the pillar of autumn that she survived, reach. Uh, or she survived halo. She survived all these things only to get killed, like escorting the Spartans over to do a repair mission.
0: (laughs) Right. He does have a truly like, this is bullshit moment.
1: (laughs) And he's like, she would have made a good Spartan. I Uh, love
0: that. I love that. That's like the highest honor that he can bestow on someone who's just died. Like that would have, she would have been a good Spartan. That's pretty cool. She would have
1: been a good Spartan. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, Will, Grace, and Fred are alive and getting treatment. Uh, Kelly is recovering from her burns, and uh, Doctor Halsey is about to prep Linda for surgery. So we're getting, we still got some Spartans left. Don't worry, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. plenty of extra yeah. lives. But unfortunately, Cortana tells Mass Chief that the Covenant has found Earth. Whoopsie, and uh huh. <laughs> and they're massing their fleet around a massive command and control base called Unyielding Hierophant.
0: What a good that's another 40k name. What the That is shit?
1: another 40k name Unyielding right there.
0: Unyielding Hierophant? That is that is 40k. You can't No, there's no getting around that. That is as 40k as fuck right there. Seriously. Um so uh
1: meanwhile Witcom is is has this theory um that the crystal the, that they are carrying with them uh, allows for nearly instant teleportation through slip space. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and Master Chief um, has an idea to repair the hybrid Gettysburg uh, Ascendant Justice ship, and that is to go to a colony that in, in Eridanus that no one cares about.
0: Right. That
1: he's been to once before. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. 20 years ago, in fact. (laughs) Um, So, chapter 27. uh, Dr. Halsey calls Master Chief into her office to talk about the mission logs regarding interactions with the flood. And she has figured out why Sergeant Johnson has survived. It's because the motherfucker's radioactive. Yeah, he is radioactive as shit. Yeah,
0: which, you know what I said way back when when we first uh, got reintroduced to him, I said there needs to be a solid excuse for this. And you know what? It's a good one. Pretty good one. Pretty good. one. It's at least interesting.
1: He has uh, he has like weird nervous system damage from radioactivity because he was like handling, you know, he was handling weapons or munitions that should not have been handled with like bare hands or something like that. At one yeah, point the yeah. War. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: just like, okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get it. I buy right. it. I'll buy that one. I'll yeah. buy that one for a dollar.
0: I'll buy that for a dollar. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh, she gives, uh, master chief a choice, um, Either he can give High Command the report that leaves out Johnson's immunity. It's just everything about the flood except for the information on Sergeant Johnson. Or he can give High Command the one with Johnson's files. But if he does that, Johnson's going to get killed. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. So uh, Master Chief has a choice. He has to think on it. Uh, Halsey, after Master Chief leaves, Halsey then Burns Cortana's memories of the conversation um with a worm with like a uh a, a, a which is it's like a type of uh, virus. I remember um, that shit. Yeah. yeah. That so was, she that uses- took
0: me back to 1994. That was <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So she uses a worm to burn the the memories out of Cortana's memory core. Um and then she talks to uh she talks to, uh, she's, like, talking with uh, Cortana, like, all right, let's figure out this stone. And right. Wickham had already said, uh, you know, he thought that the stone was allowing for some instant teleportation. In this chapter, like, Halsey and Cortana are really focusing in on the, the time-space anomalies between when, like, the... Master Chief and Company left Halo to when they got to Reach and how they got there at the exact right time and how it's like it was six weeks for the people on Reach but only three weeks for the people on Halo and it was like it was, it's all this weird timey whimely, wibbly wobbly and yeah. she's like they got there to Reach when they when we needed them to get there and it, and Cortana's like what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I beg your pardon? beg your pardon. What but, is this astrophysics bullshit? I need uh, explanations, please. This is yep.
1: all nonsense. Uh, but yep. yeah, basically, the there's something weird. It's like the stone is like, is like a physical manifestation of like slip space and bends both space and time. Um, so after they have this conversation, Halsey burns those memories from Cortana's uh, memory <laughs> core. So, um, yeah. This is where you're
0: starting to get to with Halsey. You're like, All right, wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Please, please. Yeah. Uh, okay. Great. Yeah.
1: It's like ethics with these smart AIs. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, Cortana then asks Halsey, talks to Halsey about the MIAs on the Spartan list. And I thought this was a really interesting detail where... Uh, Spartans. There's a rule that Spartans are never listed as KIA. They're only missing <laughs> right. an action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- I that, that, was that was a neat. really cool detail. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, and he, yeah. and uh, uh, Master Chief talks about it earlier and I think in the chapter before, but like, uh, they'll, they never like get that rest, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was neat. I thought that was yeah. that was that was a cool touch.
0: It just kind of illustrates just how brutal these people's lives are, even even in death. You don't know, get to sleep. You know, you're you're always no. missing. You're never dead.
1: Always missing, never dead. Yeah. Uh, so, Chapter Twenty Eight: The crew of the Gettysburg slash Ascendant Justice arrives at the asteroid belt uh, asteroid base that Master Chief and Company were at twenty years ago to capture the rebel leader. This takes place in Halo, the fall of reach.
0: Yeah. Um. (laughs) I remembered this. That was like the very beginning too. It was just, uh. it's
1: towards the beginning. It's their actual first mission and they don't even have Mjolnir armor uh, in that yet. They were just wearing like their, their, their black tactical turtlenecks. Um. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Turtlenecks. And and had some like grappling hooks or something. I don't know. It's just like that the Spartans were more spooky back then rather than I mean and
0: yeah, that's that's a excellent word for it actually. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they there were, were more like uh, government spooks rather yeah. than like uh, these walking
0: tanks. <laughs> yeah. They had more to do with the CIA than the Adeptes Astartes, like basically. so Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so they get into this
1: like face off with the new governor, Jacob Giles, uh, who is the smooth talking new governor <laughs> of, of the base. And if I you didn't- Love this guy. Did you listen to him on the audio version at all?
0: No, no. Okay. The way the
1: guy reads him in the audio version, you would love him even more. Is he a total
0: fop or something like that? That's how
1: I read it in my head. Oh, well. Why, Admiral, he's basically doing a, a George Takei impression.
0: Oh, I love it. Yes, yes, As a, yes, yes, that's what I had. Yeah, absolutely. That's close enough to what I had in my head. Perfect, perfect. Captain. Oh, I love it. Admiral Whitcomb. (laughs) I love, he was such a piece of shit who I was still kind of on the side of, like he was this character rules. Like it's such a shame. We had to wait till the final third of the book to get to him. But this guy, I loved this character. So yeah, keep going. This is great. So they
1: have this standoff where it's like, Whitcomb's like, well, I'm going to fire my plasma cannons. And Jaws is like, well, I'm going to nuke you. And yeah, you know, uh, Giles is like, fine, I'll stand down. And they get in there and Wickham's like, ha, ha, my plasma cannons weren't working. Um, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> then, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Um, and Wickham also breaks it to Giles over dinner that the Covenant is on their way. Because yeah. of how, e- <laughs> Because of how easy it is to track them with this stone that they have on board the ship.
0: Yeah, um, which, which you know what? You know what? Fuck you! Like, yeah. I was so mad. I was like, yeah, I it, it, we're, we're led to, we're kind of led this entire section to, to see this guy as this pompous asshole who, but it's like, no, man, they were just minding their own business, hanging out, and you brought the Covenant to their doorstep, you ass. Like, you asshole. It is such a shitty thing to do. Yeah.
1: So, um... Then the covenant arrived. Um. Yep. So chapter 29, uh Whitcomb is like, ha, ah, well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna use those nukes to blow them up. And Giles is like, ha, but Admiral. <laughs> I was also bluffing. There yeah.
0: are no nukes. <laughs> what nukes?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. He's like a mix between George Decay and and like um uh what's his name from Die Hard? Uh Ellis. From Die oh, Hard. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Admiral Whitcomb, Booby, Booby White.
0: Yes, that's very much it. And it's just like, and I also love how much, like at the, at the end of it, when he's like, yeah, man, that isn't real. We didn't actually have we don't any have of that ne- shit. We just it's, have like
1: neutrino emitters up in the right. rocks.
0: Yeah, and I just love it. He's just like, well, I don't know what I expected. I can't even be mad at you. Like, <laughs> if you'd be mad. You're right. Sure, it's like, it's but- like
1: the 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 uh, that scene from Arrested Development where Michael yeah. takes yeah. the bag out <laughs> that says Dead Dove inside, and he opens it up and says, "I don't know what I expected."
0: I don't know what I expected. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's like, okay, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. enough. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Wickham tries to fire on the covenant the, because there's one single covenant ship at this point. Tries right. to fire a covenant ship, but the plasma turret just like. like explodes and damages the Gettysburg. Um, so they realize that the Mac cannon of the Gettysburg can be used in place of the plasma cannons, busted magnetic field generator to yep. fire the plasma. And I was like, okay, this is kind of a cool, like setting up this thing where, you know, the, cause the Mac cannons were the only weapon that the UNSC had. That worked yeah. against the covenant, like yeah. the Mac cannons y- obliterated and it was like, but they didn't have a Mac cannon, but they, the, the electromagnetic generator that shot the rounds was still operational. Yeah. So Cortana uses that to do the whole shaping and pl- of the plasma charge and all that and shoot it out as a laser beam.
0: I, um, I love this because it, it immediately took me back to the first Halo book that we read like over a year ago and how we, I remember distinctly us talking about how cool the Mac cannons were like, what a great touch they were. So yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah.
1: It's a gigantic, Oh, what's the name of the, what is the name of the cannon? Um, the, the real, real world's, uh,
0: The 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 magnetic oh crap hold on we talked about this in that episode too we hold talked on, about it too
1: it's like it you, you can only put it on a boat like <laughs> and it's like <laughs> like the navy crazy. Hat. yeah
0: it's like a gauss rifle kind of thing um oh, uh, the,
1: it's like magnetic accelerator navy accelerator. yeah the
0: electromagnetic railgun cannon
1: railgun that's right so the mac cannon is a railgun. <sighs>
0: Absolutely ridiculous. It's Too cool. <laughs> Too cool. Um,
1: yeah, Nyland knows his is uh, naval because like everything uh. Nyland writes is it's not specifically a naval battle, it is a submarine battle. You know what? Is, yeah, yeah. Which is more along the lines of what um like a battle in space would be. Is 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 the is a sub, is like a submarine yeah. uh, fight,
0: um, pretty much. You know, it's similar to naval battles, but you have more advanced stuff like stealth and you know that kind of thing. So yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting.
1: Um, which actually, that reminds me, it's kind of cool the way um, this is completely. This is a tangent, but what you on watch, this show? On this show, really, God. Battlestar Galactica. Um, <laughs> Treated, treated the, the capital ships as submarines, basically. Okay. So they like had, it was the, the way it worked, it wasn't based on like visual, uh, contact. It was based on like a, like a sonar radar type of contact, which is the way it works on, uh, works in submarines.
0: So. I thought that's that was pretty kind of cool. Game. I never yeah. I, I, that's one of those shows that I always tell myself I really need to watch and I never I never watched that show. Let me see it. Yeah. It's worth watching. Yeah.
1: It's weird, yeah. but it's worth watching. Yeah. Um it gets weirder as the show goes on. Oh, sure. <laughs> I believe that. Um all right. So they they win. They destroy the Covenant ship. Uh, meanwhile, the Spartans, uh, after after all that, the Spartans are catching up about old times and their injuries. Uh, they're just, you know, showing each other their scars or something. Yeah. Um, and the Spartans are like, yeah, what are we going to do? There's nowhere to fight the covenant. They're going to go to Earth. And Sergeant Johnson comes in like, well, why don't we just fight them at the at the elephant? Um, yeah. And they're like, you mean the unyielding hierophant? And he's like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, the the wielding elephant, it's yeah, (laughs) the wielding
1: elephant. Um (laughs) It's a a nice
0: touch. It's a nice touch.
1: (laughs) So Johnson is the one who basically makes a suggestion that like, well, if you want to take the fight to them, we know where to do that. Take it like take go to the uh, the unyielding hierophant and and take the fight to them, because that's the only ground that you're going to be able to fight them between here and earth. Um, so they formulate a plan. The plan is going to, they're going to drop, take a uh, drop ship and they're going to drop out of slip space, infiltrate and destroy the unyielding hierophant. Yep. Uh, chapter 30. Um, so while this, all all this was happening, Dr. Halsey called Kelly up to the med station to get another injection of whatever. And, uh, (laughs) The it's chapter 30, the is. the injection happens to be a sedative and she knocks Kelly right on out. She yep. is knocked out um, and she calls Locklear down to help her move Kelly. Um, and, you know, they move her over to uh, another ship and he give she gives Locklear the the space time artifact crystal to hold on to because you'll take care of it if it becomes an issue. Uh, she plants that that seed in his head.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. And, and I, I'm immediately like, is this guy smart enough to know what the hell she's talking about? Is you this yeah. Is he smart <laughs> enough? And we'll see. Um, we'll see.
1: She, she then, he's like, well, what do you mean? And she just like closes the door on him. And, right. And launches the ship out into space.
0: And Giles oh. is like,
1: Giles is like, Admiral Whitcomb. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, why is my ship being taken? <laughs> um, Whitcomb hails Halsey, but she responds with 392, which in the UNSC is the official non response code. Basically, yep. go fuck yourself. <laughs> yep.
0: And I love to even ask. He's like, did that guy just tell me to go fuck myself? Say pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And he's like, 392 he's an admiral and he doesn't know the code. He's like, what's 392?
1: I don't remember 392. Yeah. Well, no one's
0: ever had to say it to him before. And, he did. and Master yeah. Chief's
1: like, it's a official non-response code admiral. Yeah. And he's like, did she just tell me to go to hell? <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She did.
1: <laughs> and Press then F they to
0: tell your admiral to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, slip space away. Yep. Um,
1: the covenant then show up and Whitcomb recounts the story to, of the Alamo to master chief. Uh, leaving out all the racist bits, uh,
0: which yeah, <laughs> sure. Which, okay. Yeah, sure. There's no time for that. <laughs> <There's no> time. <laughs> this, we're all going to die. I'm just going to give you the cool Texas version. Fine. We're going to get
1: I'm going to give you the Texas version. And yeah, he's, Texas style. And, and and Master Chief is like, yeah, kind of like the Battle of Thermopylae. And he's like uh, what comes like. Yeah, yeah. But this one was Texas.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pretty does say that <laughs> it's like, yeah. same thing, but everyone died at Thermopylae. I'm like, oh, cool. Awesome.
1: The civilians were left alone. Yeah. Anyway, no. what I'm saying is, we're gonna jump into slip space now and leave these people on the asteroid to die. And
0: leave them to die. <laughs> these people that we totally who did not ask for us to show up. <laughs> Like who we have been treating like assholes since we showed up, we're just gonna <laughs> leave them to die. And his and his little bit of like, he's just like, well, the covenant would have found them eventually, and they would have died eventually. Oh. Fuck yourself. Oh, my God.
1: It's like the covenant it's, hasn't found them yet. I don't think right. the covenant was going to find them.
0: <laughs> if the if the covenant shows up at my door after I've been hiding and they're like, it's time to die. i be like, well, we did our best, you know. But if like you and your buddies show up and say, by the way, the covenant's on its way because of us. I think I've got more than a little reason to be a tiny bit pissed off. Like yeah. I am. One, I don't care how pompous and shitty uh, this guy is, and uh, he is. Uh I'm, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still on his side. I'm still on his side in this situation. What a yeah.
1: shitty move! Such a shitty move. Um, so anyway, what happens next is, um, meanwhile, Locklear is loading <laughs> up equipment. Uh, he's like, Doo, do, 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 do. I'm Locklear, and I'm loading <laughs> equipment, and he's well, he like, Oh, that. yeah. And he's putting stuff on onto dollies and things like that, and he notices that they're jumping into slip space. And he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he <laughs> like looks at the, the crystal and be like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not dying for no, like, no crystal. I'm gonna destroy this thing." And much. he puts uh, explosive foam over the crystal and tries to blow it up. Except it kills him. Uh, the kid destroys the crystal, but he dies. He that's a wrap on Locklear. He's yeah, that's it. He's dead. Yeah. Um, and now the shards of it are just lost in slip space, and uh and people think that this was Halsey's intention. That's like why specifically she gave it to Lockley.
0: Yeah, because like she figured when the going got tough, he'd be cool with just acing himself and the crystal at the same time, which it worked if that was the I don't the plan. think he was
1: cool with acing himself. He just didn't know how big just. of an explosion.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, you know what?
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> that little crystal uh would would generate fuck? you know yeah that's a good point that's a good point and i love that they treat it they're like his his accident he had a little accident he had a little accident a he's little accident. Vapor, vaporized
1: there's nothing left of him there's a, left. Shadow. Yeah. Left yeah, yeah. a shadow nothing left but a shadow
0: and it's not a great shadow it's not so, a great yeah. shadow yeah just that's it that's all his dicks out
1: <laughs> yeah just it's, it's
0: not and it's not a great dick it's flopping just, yeah just a mess it was just side profile
1: mess. and he had his pants uh, on yeah. for some reason he thought
0: it looked good it's kind of like the guy who sent you the dick pic and he's taking it from the bottom up so you got yeah, the gut I in the background is, yeah. it's just i don't oh, have man. any experience with that sort of thing but it does happen uh it happens yeah yeah can we move on to the next part of the book Kevin? so anyway um yeah. master chief pitches <laughs> the mission to
1: the admiral and uh the admiral denies like no you're not doing that and then yep. uh, Cortana is like, but wait a minute. What if I made a copy of myself to go with them? Then they could hack into the Covenant ship. And the Admiral's like, yeah, fine, fuck it, uh, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, the Spartans then reinforce the dropship in order to safely make the transition slip space from nor- uh, from slip space to normal space. Master Chief gives Haverson the crystal with the data information that will kill Sergeant Johnson to take back to Earth because he thinks sacrificing one person for billions is better than letting billions die.
0: Fine.
1: Fine. I wonder if this is the start of a character, a miniature character arc. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Chapter 32. (laughs) The Spartans uh, do their thing and they get jumbled and tumbled out of slip space but arrive where they need to be. And then they see that there's like 500 covenant warships around the unguilty yeah. hyrphan. Like, oh, like, I see. Oh, this would be over before it began if they lo- if they took <laughs> this to earth. Pretty much. <laughs> um, they kid up. We get some gear porn. um uh, good gear porn too. Is that good gear porn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get some descriptions of the higher fan. It's like. The way it was described, it reminds me of those like retro futuristic space stations where it's kind of like a ring or something like that, and it's it's like spinning, and it has like prongs, and other ships are like docked all over it. Yeah, Um, that's kind of the way the Hierophant I think is is supposed to look. Um, Chapter thirty three. They board the Hierophant and Cortana patches into the system and she says, yes, there's a reactor. And if we destroy it, it will cause a chain reaction, just like a Death Star. You know, Uh, it'll cause a chain reaction and it'll blow the whole damn thing up. But the the reactors, computer systems are isolated to the reactor room area. So they need to get in. They need to get inside to do the trick. Um, the next part I thought was hilarious because it says Master Chief Texas mission time and it says they've been walking for 11 hours in one direction, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, huh?
1: Huh? <laughs> and then I thought about like, I thought about like, um, uh, uh King's Quest and yeah. how like Eric Nyland writes like 11 hours later, and then in King's Quest, it would have been written like. Master Chief notices the, the <laughs> welding
0: on the walls. It would have been it would have been a chapter per hour, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. Um, so they walk eleven hours in
1: one direction, but they run into a dead end that is not on the blueprints. Um, they would have to go through this like courtyard area, this spherical courtyard area in the middle of the ship, the the station. In yep. order to get to where they need to go. So are like, all right, we're going in, but there's a the little cover in there. And Linda is going to cover them from the rooftop and they cut across. And uh, as Master Chief gets into one of the buildings, he get has an encounter with a brute. And this is the first encounter with a brute in, I think, Halo, the Halo stories. Because we, had seen oh, yeah, yeah. we oh. hadn't seen brutes yet. Yeah,
0: we hadn't seen
1: brutes yet. Um, this is the first one. And I think they were introduced in halo two as an enemy type.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Could be totally wrong, but that sounds right. I just, I, I didn't even think about it, that this would be the first time uh, yeah. I ran into it. That's cool. Well, Gorian
1: from who, who uh Horvath is telling the story of Christmas to, Right. Is a
0: <laughs> That's right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i not good at remembering the, uh, the names of the, uh, covenant archetypes, uh, characters. Yeah. I, I just can't, brute, I can't follow The
1: Brutes it. are can basically just go toe-to-toe with a Spartan. They're like, Got it. they're basically the, the covenant equivalent of a Spartan in terms okay. of like strength and all that. Um, so yeah, uh, the Brute nearly kills Master Chief. He has him down. He's, he's choking him. Uh, chapter 34. Uh, Master Chief is able to fight the Brute off, Brute off though. And he puts a grenade in the Brute's belt which kills him. It just, yeah. just blows out his midsection, turns it all wet. Yeah. Wet and
0: squishy. <laughs> wet and I squishy. Believe, where the, it, it, wet, the word wet was used. Um, it was, and appropriately so, I think. Yeah. Uh, pretty gnarly.
1: Um, he turns around and sees Grace out in the courtyard, uh, probably dead on the ground. He goes to check on her, and oh, she's definitely dead. Speaking of taking grenades to the midsection, she took <laughs> two. She did, um, yes. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, her midsection's torn apart." Eric yeah. Nylon does not really go into a lot of detail about this. Just the fact that it's probably not pretty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not a not a pleasant moment for anybody. Not a really. pleasant <laughs>
1: moment. Uh, Mass no. Chief sets her the fusion reactor that powers her suit uh, to overload, and he gets moving. Um, no. He gets to the reactor room, and he copies Cortana into the computer. So now it's a copy of a copy. And this entire time Cortana has been du- like creating copies of copies of copies of copies in herself. And I think it's hilarious that like the communications in the unyielding Hierophant begin to crash because there's so yeah. many copies of Cortana.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's starting to. Yeah, she's she's overloading the system. It's getting real bad. <laughs> it's getting real bad.
1: Real glitchy. Yeah. Um, and she begins the overload sequence. Meanwhile, in the background, Grace's reactor detonates, killing a bunch of grunts and elite uh, elites. Um, and uh, Linda begins shooting banshees, just like out of the sky, just headshotting people. The <laughs> remaining gru- the remaining Spartans, uh, steal the banshees. So John, Will, and Fred steal the banshees, and they start flying out. Uh, John sees his way to make get Will and Fred out. Like, you get to the drop ship. If we're not, if I'm not back in like three minutes, you go. He yeah. goes back in to get Linda. Chapter 35, Master Chief gets Linda. Cortana begins venting the atmosphere from the station. <laughs> Cortana's just really fucking things up. <laughs> she just, Yeah. Yeah, she, she's a spread a
0: little thin, let's say. Come um,
1: the The command and control station is now offline. It hasn't exploded yet, but it's offline. And the ships outside of, of the command and control station are like, what the fuck is going on? The Covenant ships have no idea what's going on. Um, they're able to get back to the drop ship with Linda. They get on board and they pull away from the, the command and control station towards a tiny moon. And they're like, we're just going to sit here and not mm-hmm. draw any attention to ourselves. <laughs> we're, we're just, just going to chill.
0: Let's we're just all... going to chill
1: and watch yep. out. And then suddenly they get a hail from the Ascendant Justice. Uh, and they talk to Whitcomb briefly. And he tells them to get to, get, get to the far side of the moon. What's going on? So they, when they get there, they see the Gettysburg. But only the Gettysburg. The Ascendant Justice is nowhere to be seen. Chapter 36. On board the Gettysburg. And this is the final sec- chapter of the book. Um, it gets pretty, it's a it's a really neat ending. On board the Gettysburg, the Spartans get the plan uh, revealed to them. Haverson and Whitcomb are on the Ascendant Justice and piloting it toward the center of the fleet, towards the, the command and control station. They crash the Ascendant Justice into the unyielding Hierophant and open a channel to the Covenant. Whitcomb opens the channel to the Covenant with like a hologram of the crystal. And he's like, come and get it boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all the, all the capital ships start going towards the unyielding hierophant, like they're all being drawn in closer and closer. And then, uh, you know, the, the last thing they see is a bright flash on the screen and the unyielding hierophant explodes. Yep. and it's just this massive nuclear detonation in space that basically wipes out the covenant fleet. Yep. Um and when they when they poke their heads out with one of the 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 scanners they're like, "Well, there's only 12 covenant ships left."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that may have done it. That may have done it.
1: That may um, be
0: it. Hmm.
1: So yeah, the uh, uh The Gettysburg heads off in a slip space. John and Cortana flirt a little bit. Uh, And John. They do. They do.
0: Uh, They do. They do. John. Real Lars and the real girl action going on here.
1: Yeah. Uh, John rethinks his decision. He's learned his lesson and he destroys the data crystal that would kill Sergeant Johnson. Mm -hmm. And that's the end. But wait, there's more. (gasps) Oh. an epilogue in section seven harbinger uh my note for this chapter is the covenant do villainous things pretty much and the prophet of truth is like we're gonna win anyway
0: (laughs) and it's it's a dr claw moment at the end it's a dr (laughs) claw i'll I'll get you next time gadget (laughs) next time That's pretty much yeah,
1: that's is. pretty much all it is and that they're gathering the little pieces of crystal that they can find yeah. um they're like we we can only find a few we have been combing the area and the prophet of truth is like fantastic kill all the pilots that found that were on the search they must never know he's, <laughs> like, he's like
0: he's like reward them and then kill them it's like are you sure we've got like six pilots left like do it <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if you heard that we got pretty uh, obliterated, like pretty hard. If you there are like 14 pilots in the entire armada, oh. do it.
1: And that's that's it. That's the end that's of it. of uh Halo First Strike. So, Phil, what do you think? What are your thoughts?
0: Uh I thought it was a little slow to start with, but it was a hell of an intense final act there. Um Nyland, we've talked about this many times before, but Nyland uh really gets that naval combat shit just right. Um I've never yes, Yeah. Yeah, I I've never been all that interested in um sci-fi or adventure books that focus entirely on the naval experience uh and that kind of thing. But after I read uh his Halo books, I I I'm suddenly interested. I'm suddenly Uh, intrigued enough to look into that sort of thing a little more. So I I thought it was, it was, it was a little slow to start with, but as solid as any of the halo books have been.
1: Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of it at the beginning. I thought it was Mm. good. It was a little bit slower compared to the other books. Uh, The characters were a little bit less interesting. Um, But Yes, I will say the final third of this book was tight. It was really good. And I'd rather have a book finish strongly than like start slow. Yeah, start slow and finish strongly than the opposite. Um, And we've had plenty of the opposite on this show.
0: We absolutely Uh, have. Yeah.
1: So uh, I agree with you. I, I think this is good. It's not my favorite of the Halo no, books that we've and, read by far, but it's
0: still it's still probably the weakest of the what four Halo books we've read so far on the show. We've
1: read four so far,
0: but it's still I mean, even even the weakest Halo book that we've read is still head and shoulders above a hell of a lot of series that we yeah. uh, that we've read. So it it's still a solid like B plus from me.
1: Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, if you, we're gonna keep reading Halo books in order. Otherwise, uh, w- the one that we we got a little spoiled by by Kelly Gay and her. Yeah, we sure uh, Rubicon Protocol because we were asked to to read it ahead of time. Um. So that was that that was nice. But I think we're probably just gonna be doing these Halo books. Every six months or so, probably give or take. And you guys seem so, to
0: enjoy them a lot.
1: Yeah, so you not? do. So we'll yeah. knock them out. Um, and then it'll take a few years to get through all of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: and we will absolutely still be doing this <laughs> in we'll a few years. So exactly. Look at- uh, you guys keep so- showing up. We're gonna we're gonna keep making episodes.
1: You keep showing up. We're gonna keep keep making episodes. You know. Yeah, man. Um. So, Phil,
0: what are you playing? Okay. This has been a very dramatic week for me in terms of games. Um, I began for the first time, believe it or not, I began Disco Elysium. Wow. Uh, I had never played Disco Elysium. Uh, a dear friend of mine from college, Lucas, actually, I, I I get the impression it's one of his favorite games of all time. Uh, yeah. And he bought me a copy of it years ago. And uh, I finally started getting around to it. It is Everything that I'd read about it in terms of being strange and very unique and the world is bizarre and I wanted to learn more about it, unfortunately, I ran into a point where I, I'd i been about five hours into the game. And I lost an hour for all intents and purposes. I did, I, I went through a thing where I was going through a bunch of files and learning a lot of things and, and advancing the plot by basically just sitting there and reading stuff that I had uh, on my person, which is fascinating. Um, and then because this game is a true and total mindfuck, one of the things I read uh, sooner than I should have, and it gave my character a mental breakdown, I I lose the game and I haven't saved. So I lost like an hour's worth of playtime. time. Uh, and, and there was a time in my life where I could just muscle through that again, but I, I I have to take a break. I'm going to come back to it because sure. it, it is, there are, there is no role playing game like this out there. they just from the aesthetic to the plot line, to the mechanics. This is truly unlike anything out there. Uh, right. But I, that's not news to most people listening. Uh, It was just one of those games I never got around to. Um, So in order to take a little break from that uh, on the uh, thinly veiled uh, recommendations slash threats of uh, a certain uh, host of a show called uh, Pixel a Day uh, and uh, a (laughs) certain Steam spring sale, I went ahead and bought SOMA and have been playing SOMA. I thought you had already played you had already played Soma. That was another one. That was another blind spot for me cuz I Amnesia and the Frictional Games things those were those were games that I only got around to in the past year and a half or so. Right. Um and uh this to me I'm only about an hour and a half maybe 2 hours into Soma and having played the original Amnesia last year and then the sequel um this is This is the proper progression of that style of game. Um, Machine for pigs was not the proper progression of amnesia. Soma is, Uh, it takes all the good shit uh, from amnesia and upgrades. It gives it a new sci-fi horror coat of paint. Um, The story is way more compelling. And I thought Amnesia's story was pretty compelling. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, So I'm, and and uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, I actually was a voice on Pixela Day's recent uh, uh, video about Soma, which I highly recommend. Great not just video! Because I'm in it, uh, it's uh, it, her work is just fantastic. It's always it's always a delight. So being able yeah. to be on it was 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 an honor. Um, and then I have <laughs> I got a very specific itch. I got a very specific old school old man game itch. I used to play the Shining Force games. Oh, like I love it was those my games! Job. Oh, They're
1: so good.
0: Absolutely, and the one I played the most was the one that was released for Game Gear: Shining Force, The Sword of yeah, I, remer-
1: I I had that one too. Yeah.
0: So yeah, and I played the shit on many uh, a road trip. I beat that game over and over again, and I said how can i play that game and then i remembered years ago i bought it for maybe 4 bucks on my 3ds which i haven't charged or turned on <laughs> in 5 6 years yeah a <laughs> very long time and so i literally found it dusted it off charged it overnight turned it on flipped open the uh, the, the the cover and it opened up to Shining Force Sword of Hajia because that, of course, was what I was playing last time <laughs> that I had my 3DS on. <laughs> so while me and my wife watch movies in the evening after dinner, she plays Tetris on her phone and I'm playing Shining Force Sword of Hajia. That's and amazing. Kevin, oh, Just a delightful it's, game. It's glorious. It's still so good. And I, I, the other night we were hanging out. Uh-oh, I see a munchkin.
1: There she
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> that kid cracks me up. I blame myself, Kevin. I blame myself. For those of you who are uh, listening at home, the, the 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 daughter of the year just opened up the door behind Kevin, waved at me, and left. <laughs>
1: She She's asked amazing. me the other day. She goes, "You don't cut me out of the podcast when I show up, do you?" And I say, "No. Usually, you end up making it
0: in." <laughs> she makes it. She makes it. <laughs> oh, um, oh! But the other night, me and Emily were watching. Oh, it was it was uh it was uh the the day after St Patrick's Day, sure. And uh, Emily and I had our tradition. We drank uh, some harp. Uh, we watched The Departed. Oh, that's a good, that's a good St. St. Patrick's. That's our, that's our, that's our tradition. It's
1: it's a movie. It starts out with, doesn't, does it start out with the dropkick Murphys or my misremembering? It gets there. It gets gets there, but it does, it does start
0: out with a, uh, with a speech about the Irish uh, taking, you know, their piece of, uh, of the territory, uh, so to speak. Right. Uh, And, and so we watch, we were watching that. I was just a little drunk. She, uh, we're watching this movie that she and I could literally recite backwards and forwards. Sure. Uh, we're discussing the finer points of it while she plays a game. And I'm playing one of my favorite games from childhood. And Kevin, I could have died happy. It was that. <laughs> it was. It was. Wonderful! It was a beautiful couple of hours. So it was the peak I'm, of your existence, right there. Exactly. So I really think that what's going to happen is after I finish this, I'm just going to continue on to playing retro games on that sure. and on the Switch and everything, and and just that's it's going to be what retro game is Phil playing now? That's did really you what it's see
1: gonna come down to. Uh, that uh, Gerard the completionist bought? Every 3DS and Wii uh, Wii U game.
0: Yes, because they're shutting down the shop. Yeah. Yeah. I spent
1: $24,000 to get them all.
0: $24,000?
1: Every single game available.
0: They don't. They haven't earned that. No. No, you don't. Mm, okay, listen. I would never openly say that you should absolutely one hundred percent pirate games that are not being offered in any other way. But you should absolutely pirate games that aren't being offered in any way, uh, and and they if they're not if they have no plan for this shit and right. they're going to shut shit down, you don't owe them a thin red cent. It, okay, all right, that's twenty four thousand your- dollars. Yeah. What? Yeah. Brass plated balls on these people. Holy shit. You know, and it's, it's such a shame because Nintendo is one of those few companies that like they're, they're that company that in this age of Squeenix and, and Blizzard Activision and all of the shit going on at Ubisoft and like all that stuff, just all the, all the harassment and nastiness that goes on, on a daily basis over there you still can be tricked into thinking to yourself, well, Nintendo well, so, is good. Yeah. And, st- the good st- and then they pull some shit like this. And it's, it's, oh my God. There are no, there, where have all the Cowboys gone, Kevin? Where, where have, have all, all the Cowboys, cowboys gone? Okay. Uh, so what are, uh, what are you playing, Kevin? What are you up to?
1: Uh, I am playing, let's see. Uh, Alright, so I started playing Against the Storm just a little bit. I haven't really Uh
0: uh-huh. uh. Uh-huh. I haven't I saw really that gotten, you purchased it.
1: You saw that I purchased it. I yeah, saw. I haven't, I haven't like totally gotten into it yet. I, it's mostly mm-hmm. like the tutorial thing. Yeah, it'll I'm take a minute. Kinda, it'll take a minute. I'm still kind of like futzing through. Yeah, um sure. so yeah, against the storm, I put in I put in like yeah, half hour into that. Mm-hmm. Um but the thing i I have been playing is uh, a little play test a closed beta for a game called the finals.
0: The finals. And, yeah.
1: So the finals is made by some Battlefields devs. Um really? and they um it's it's this real hyper color like it, it's it's not a hero shooter. It's just like oh wow okay it, it's just it's really cool. I'm working with uh, I, I'm talking with Harry a lot from Video Games Are Bad. I believe mm-hmm. he's making a video on it. Um, but this it's is gorgeous there, and it has destructibility. So, like, nice. there's so the one mission uh, type that I uh, I keep end up I that they have in the closed beta is it's called um uh, cash out or something like that basically you and your team have to go to a vault which is just this like little box open it up take it and take it over to a cash out station um and other teams are like trying to steal the vault and uh, or steal the cash out station so there's some really cool things where it's like you can um like you could be on one floor getting in the cash outs, guarding the cash out station. And somebody could go to the floor of the building under you and like put C4 under it and blow it and blow the floor down. So the cash out (laughs) station falls (laughs) through the floor. It's like, this looks
0: absolutely bananas. This is crazy.
1: Bonkers. And I love it. I love, I've put about five hours into it and this is just the play test. There's like, there's like, you know, nothing um, there, there's, there's, it's, there's only like a few options um, uh, for like styling your character in the game mm. so far. And there's only one play mode and still I put five hours into it and it's just, wow! it's just so much fun.
0: And, and you um, said this isn't this isn't like a hero shooter. Do you, you design your own characters or what?
1: Yeah, you you design your own character. There's three archetypes for mm-hmm. um for the characters. There's light, medium, and heavy. And okay. I love it that the heavy model. It's not. It's like he's just like a big boy. He's tall. Uh-huh. He's thick. You know. It's not like they're trying to. Ma- <laughs> they're not trying to make like the most like uh, meathead muscular dude. He's right. just. The heavy, you look at the heavy and you're like, that's heavy.
0: Um, Give me he- more Roadhog, goddammit. <laughs> and the
1: heavy is like, um, he uses like uh, machine guns and rocket launchers and things like that to, to like, he's mostly uh, for like punching through uh, a defended position or defending a position. And then you have like medium, which is like balanced and also can kind of like heal and things like that. And then light is for the infiltration. Like Mm -hmm. uh, the, one of the powers of a light build, um, is that they can turn invisible, but that's the thing is like, there's multiple powers that you can choose. So you can really customize, like tweak your build to be the way you want it to be. Um, and there's multiple weapons, um, for each one as well so uh like the heavy has like the machine gun has the flamethrower um has a six rounds or six chamber grenade launcher i believe as well um just a lot of cool stuff um so yeah i've been playing the finals this week um also playing uh i just restarted playing control
0: ah okay that one's that's kind of a, 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 a you return to that one on a fairly regular basis i find you well this you is the first
1: one. time i've really come back to it um really but I okay. Played, okay. the first time i played it i played it for a long time okay um, man, that's what i'm thinking um, and now <laughs> i have it on my steam deck and i'm you know um i'm really uh you know back into it and i'm probably gonna play through it again um So, yeah, uh, Control and what else? Um, That's about it. That's about it. That's about it for for what I've been playing.
0: That's pretty solid. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. But that'll do it for tonight's episode. Um, If you can, please subscribe uh, to us. uh, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Go over to our website, Subscribe to our newsletter and there you can also uh, join our Discord, which has been seeing some new life, some new folks joining recently. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a good old time. It's awesome to see
0: everybody coming in. It's really cool.
1: Yeah. And uh, please rate us five stars on Apple and Spotify. It really does help. Uh, But that'll do it for tonight's episode. Thank you so much for listening and have a good night, everybody. Bye. We'll be right back. back.